Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert and on this channel we talk Kanye West and today is the first day of 2021. Yes, that's a victory. <laughs> and uh, I thought it'd be fun to kind of look back over the year of 2020 and what happens with Kanye and kind of just recap because it ended up being a pretty eventful year, especially there in the middle with a number of highs, a number of lows. And you can see here that Peak Marcus made a Yeezy Calendar 2020, which is going to be one of our resources. So good job on Peak Marcus for putting that together. But then we also have the archives from Revolt.tv. And while that's not going to give us like everything, right? It's going to cover a large spectrum and get some details. Like you can see in January here that we have Kanye going to awaken 2020, even though this photo is from October, uh, 2019, uh, during one of the Jesus is King experiences. But then we also have Kanye dropping the picture of all the Yeezy releases, right? It was just Kanye kind of teasing what Yeezys were going to be coming out in 2020. But here you can see that there's these articles like Kanye West to bring Sunday service to Europe and Africa, which clearly never happened due to COVID, uh, which, man. <laughs> uh, Kim Kardashian shuts down rumor that Kanye West fell off a horse in church. That was something that we were contending with back in January. Remember how innocent January 2020 was? Uh, Kanye West ready to design cities. That was something else that he was talking about. And we did see payoff on that uh, with him going to Haiti and talking about building uh, a city in Haiti. So that was something that kind of continued into the year. Studio session, Shea Pope reveals why Kanye West Yandi will probably never come out. Talks Tiana Taylor and more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, not to forget here. Kanye West Yeezus album was originally titled Thank God for Drugs which that's also pretty shocking. It's kind of up there. I think this rumor has been dispelled, but for a long time there was that rumor that My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was initially going to be called Donda's Boy, and then it turned out that that was just something somebody made up. But Thank God for Drugs definitely is a much different title than Yeezus. I think Yeezus is far more iconic, but it's just kind of the thing that we realize that there tends to be a number of album titles uh, before Kanye kind of settles on the album title that we eventually get. So as we'll see later in the year, God's Country, Donda, etc. We also have uh, Kanye West, Chance the Rapper, and Kirk Franklin gather for Sunday service to honor Kobe Bryant. Yeah, man. God, it's crazy that that was just a year ago. Uh, Kanye West will hold Sunday service in Miami on Super Bowl Sunday. That was, uh, I think, just a low-key thing and then we get into february and we have kanye doing a sunday service where he parts the red sea right he's in chicago and his bodyguards trying to get people out of the way and kanye's like no no this is my city watch everybody move and people clear a path for him we also have this here which is kanye wearing the various explore hats and you can see uh this post from late uh 
the late Yandi Leaks subreddit, which is now West Sub Ever. But you can uh, see here, join the group by. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kanye's various hats he planned to sell. He wanted to create a website called Expose World, which talks about us going into the deep sea since we haven't seen 90% of the world. Ye also wanted to create Explore Space and Expand America, Team Kanye Daily, October 2018. So yeah, Travel Space. Uh, down here is Expose World, Explore Space, and also Expose World. And this is the video referencing Team Kanye Daily. So you can see that this guy's here following Kanye. Um, I guess that's Genteel Radical. And Kanye is kind of exploring the hat, or exploring the hat, showing off the hat, uh, explaining what it is. You see Nico in the background filming as Nico does. <laughs> uh, but this was something that didn't really last long. This was right after Kanye went to the White House, I do believe. And we saw him in the Apple store, standing up on the table talking. He's wearing the, the vest uh, with the hoodie with the hats. Maybe he was at the post office. That makes more sense. You can see the postal service vest. But those are Apple store tables in the background. Yeah, definitely the Apple store. Okay. My memory's good. My memory's good. <laughs> uh, but that's that. I'll have those links down in the description if you want to check those out. And then getting into February here, right, which just to clarify, this was in 2018 that Kanye wore these hats, but we didn't get the information about them until February 2020. So then here, Kanye West to bring a Sunday service back to Chicago. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what that ended up being. Kanye West gives away free Yeezys in Chicago, and Kirby talks about writing Kanye West's mom with him, uh, writing about Kanye West's mom. I actually don't remember what this is or if I ever saw it. Okay, that's Kirby. Uh, Kirby is a singer-songwriter trying to keep soul music alive and has helped some of the best artists write music. She's helped Brandy pour her heart out on Begging and Pleading. She helped Kanye West talk to his mother after her passing on Only One. Oh man, so she was one of the ones that helped write Only One. That's crazy. You even worked with Yam four or five seconds at Only One, but let's start with how you even ended up in a session with him. I think Rock Nation was handling Kanye's management at the time, and that was the plug. The first session I had, Kanye wasn't there. I'm really grateful that they didn't tell me who the piano track was, because the first song we worked on was Only One, and they did not tell me it was Paul McCartney on the keys. They just said, Kanye wants to write a song about his mother. He has a couple of lines. Kanye is very collaborative. If you say one word and it ends up on the song, he's going to honor that. Yes, yeah, see, that gets back to what so many Kanye fans know about the writing credits that Kanye has on these songs, where it's like, if you get a word in there, you get a credit. But then you have people on Twitter a lot, which, you know, I love Twitter, but on Twitter a lot, in hip-hop Twitter, that are just like, oh, Kanye never writes anything, look how many writers he has, and it's like, he clearly writes, but even if you inspire a word or get a word on the track, you're getting a writing credit. So he's still very collaborative, but it's still mostly his ideas. Um, I've never had any issues with any contribution I had. I'm glad they did tell me it was Kanye's collaboration with Paul McCartney because I think it would have psyched me out. They gave me the freedom of freestyling and presenting my own ideas in my own ways. They give you liberty of working on that track, coming back and presenting it to the group. 
So what from those songs did you contribute? Only one was a more intimate process than four or five seconds. That was really just me, Kanye, and Paul. Paul wasn't there. Only one feels a bit more personal because Hey Mama was my favorite song. So for him to trust me to be part of the process of writing a song to his mother in her passing, God rest her soul, was not something I took lightly. I remember being in the elevator at Berkeley College of Music when his mom passed. It hit me as if it was a family member, hearing I was allowed to be in a space to bring ideas to the table for only one hits personal. Uh, he's very private when it comes to his process, but not. But for me, what I had to do is put myself in the position of thinking of how much I love my mother and what I would want her to say to me. Uh -huh. You have to become the artist, but I can't say what he says. I got in the mic and sang about how much I love my mother and how I feel if my mother was gone. As a fan of him, I wrote what I believe what someone would say if they loved him. Uh, I had to be careful to not include things that were said in tabloids. I had to empath empathize. That was about a man. It wasn't just about Kanye. You have to not think about the fact you're working with a celebrity. Uh, has Kanye ever given you any instructions? Yeah, I wrote four or five seconds four or five times. It was a hugely collaborative process. He'd sit in front of Kanye and he'd read your lyrics like, eh, nah. He would be very kind, but he's also very honest. Kanye would be like, this is not it. I would have to go back into my corner and present another line or something like that. You appreciate his honesty. Sometimes artists will smile in your face and the next thing you know, they ghost. Uh, it's like, why didn't you just tell me the song was trash? To speak to his character, there was this time when I had an idea on GarageBand because I didn't know how to work on Logic. I played the idea for him and he told me how crazy it was. The people in the room were laughing like, you did this in GarageBand? He was like, it doesn't matter what you did it on. It's about the talent. It's about the type of person he is. I presented an idea on GarageBand to him and he was able to see through how crappy my recording was to say, hey, don't laugh at her. If it's fire, it's fire. That's what I experience when I work with Kanye. Okay, so that's cool. I do wonder now, because Kanye, which, man, I don't know if you've heard him talk about Only One, but he talked about how the song came to him in a dream, like fully formed. I believe he said fully formed. And he just kind of got it out in one go. And Paul McCartney has talked about, like, I think it was While My Guitar Gently Weeps or Yesterday came to him in a dream. And it's like Kanye kind of borrowed or <laughs> sampled the Paul McCartney story to explain only one. And I never actually heard that there was a, another writer on it because we've never done an episode or lyrical analysis of only one. So this is kind of blowing my mind right now to find out. Uh, I mean, the story always kind of was a little bit of a fictionalized or hyperbolized to me, but this makes it maybe even a little more so. Anyway, that's just kind of an interesting aside. So getting into March, uh, we have Kanye at Paris Fashion Week. So this is him doing the fashion show with North singing on stage, her first live performance. Uh, unless you count the Jesus King experiences, but she was on stage performing, I think it was an original song, like an original song, right? Uh, and then Kanye doing Sunday service, I believe in Paris as well. And we can go back to the archives here for March. You can see not much going on. Uh, Sunday service to Paris Fashion Week. Kanye donates to Chicago and LA charities to feed kids and elderly during coronavirus. Uh, Twitter is in shambles over Quincy Jones versus Kanye West debate. Yeah, that was a <laughs> that was a big thing there for a little bit. Uh, and then we have in April, Kanye West now worth uh, 1.3 billion. Forbes reports. You may remember in 2019, Kanye did the interview with Forbes with Zach O'Malley Greenberg, who has been on the podcast a couple times and actually did a story with us after doing the interview with Kanye. If you want to check that out on the podcast feed. Um, 
but he had talked about how Kanye at that time was only worth like 890 million. It was something like that. Like he wasn't quite at a billion, but they expected him to be at a billion the next year. And then here we were a year later and Kanye was officially dubbed by Forbes to be a billionaire. Uh, so then April, what do we got? Yeah, that's it. So we have Kanye West, Mariah Carey, and Tyler Perry to join Joel Olstein's virtual Easter service which I actually don't remember what happened there. Uh, Kanye West, will, I, nor do I care. Kanye West will stream pre-recorded Sunday service for Easter. Kanye West talks to Kobe Bryant, past struggles with addiction, and new music with GQ. Yeah, that's uh, they have GQ here as part of May, right? That was the interview, but I guess it come online uh, as an online version of it in April. So Kanye West and Chick-fil-A provide over 300,000 meals for LA families. Kanye West has officially become a billionaire and Kanye West purchases his childhood home in Chicago. Yeah, that was also kind of a big deal because he hadn't owned the home for a while. Uh, he may have owned part of the property or like the Donda Foundation that was, was it Rhymefest? Someone was doing over in Chicago at that property, but the property got condemned and... Uh, it seemed like it was going to get torn down at some point in time, but we saw at one point that Kanye and Kim went back there with North and Saints, and it seems that they had purchased the home at some point or started to get the paperwork going to purchase the home, and end of April 20, or 2020, it's happened. And then in May, uh, cinematographer Arthur Jaffa says Kanye West's next album is named God's Country. So this was kind of out of the blue. Like Arthur Jaffa is a cinematographer, but does a lot of like museum filmmaking, right? And has worked on a couple larger pictures, but uh, he has a lot of art projects. And he was just doing a random interview and revealed that he had worked on God's Country for Kanye. And everybody's like, oh, is this the album? Is this the track? It was the first hint that we had really had that... Uh, Kanye was at this part in the process. There were rumors back in March that he had gone to Mexico to record music and things like that. Uh, so we knew something was kind of in the works, but this made it seem much closer than uh, it ended up being. What? What's, what's the message in the side mirror? Objects in mirror are much closer than they appear. So this was the reverse of that. It was much further away than what it appeared at the time. Uh, so then going into June... We have Wash Us in the Blood releasing, well, West Day Ever. Kanye tweets West Day Ever, and it's the Yeezy Gap announcement, the Wash Us in the Blood, the Foam Runners, and then uh, Kids See Ghost cartoon, which was so exciting. And then what we've had one drop of this. The song came out. We're still waiting on this. There's been no update on this or like any of the other stuff from West Day Ever. So West Day Ever. <sighs> uh, but... You can see in the archives going to June that there were a lot of articles, nine, um, which is almost like two months worth of articles here. Okay, I'm not connected to the internet. Really? I'll get there in a second. technical difficulties and I have no editing ability. So this is a endorsement of AT&T internet. Uh, if you want internet that stays online in the middle of the day, go with someone else, I guess. <laughs> uh, wow. It's connected to my iPhone. Hmm. That's interesting. 
Yep, that definitely looks like a website that's connected to an iPhone. All right, here we go. We should be back online. Thank you for bearing with us through the technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, all right, so Kanye West donates $2 million to families of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, and Breonna Taylor, which, man, so end of May was when all of that really kind of coalesced at one time. Um, and leading into June, we were still in the midst of protest all across the country. And Kanye was kind enough to donate $2 million to the, uh, what was it, the lawyers or the legal fees for Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery. Same with George Floyd. Um, and also paid for college for George Floyd's daughter, uh, which is fantastic. So had that Kanye joins George Floyd protest in Chicago. You may remember he was on the ground for... 20, 30 minutes before the media started swarming him. And he was walking with a group that had organized. And I guess uh, from what I remember hearing, the group was getting upset that Kanye was drawing more of the attention. It was kind of becoming the focal point. So he just kind of bounced out of respect. And I guess to avoid like the chaos of all the media and reporters swarming. So, but he tried to march. <laughs> uh, Kanye West reportedly launching Easy Makeup Brands. Nope. Kanye West announces Easy partnership with Gap. Yeah, uh, which still waiting, <laughs> but it's, it's exciting. Uh, it should be here this month or next month, I do believe, according to the rumors that we are hearing. And it does seem like from recent photos in Belgium, Kanye was there with a lot of the Yeezy Gap clothing to show off to people. Um, Kanye West and Kid Cudi voice cartoon characters in Kids See Ghosts show trailer. <sighs> yeah. Kanye West appoints Nigerian-British designer Moala Ugalesi as design director for Yeezy Gap. Yeah, he had worked with uh, Moala, uh, Moalola uh, in the past, which is cool. Um, and then design director at Yeezy Gap was kind of a huge deal uh, for her. And she's an up-and-coming designer, so this is also kind of a cool thing to see Kanye doing. And then Kanye celebrates Gap partnership with Giant Chicago Mural. Yeah, Kanye West announces upcoming God's Country. Yeah, <laughs> Kanye West and Travis Scott deliver new visual for Washes in the Blood. Yeah, the visual was awesome, uh, which also involved Arthur Jaffa, I think, at some points in it. Am I misremembering that? It had references to his work, I do believe. All right, so let's go to July. Uh, yeah, July. Uh, so this is where we have Kanye and Elon. We have the Donda cover, Ego Death. Kanye's lone campaign rally in South Carolina and the Forbes interview where he announced his presidential candidacy and presidential platform. And going to the archives, you can see that July, yeah, one more article than June. So Ty Dollar Sign recruits Kanye West, uh, Twigs and Skrillex for ego death. Kanye says he's running for president this year. Yep, July 5th, Kanye details 2020 presidential campaign plan in new interview. Oh, that interview was so chaotic. Uh, YG throws support behind Kanye West's presidential campaign. Kanye West releases Donda tribute to his mother. Yeah, that was the one minutes and 32 second clip that we got, I do believe. Or was it two minutes and 20 seconds? Something like a minute 40. And it's what got us all hyped for Donda, right? It was such a different sound than Wash Us in the Blood. It felt like kind of a step back. People are comparing it to the college dropout, to Yandi, and uh, hmm, hmm, eh. 
still waiting. Uh, Chance the Rapper shows support for Kanye's presidential campaign, which got Chance into some hot water. Kanye's presidential campaign is reportedly over. So this was, what, the 14th was his rally, I do believe. So it's like you have him do his rally on the 14th and then people are saying the next day his campaign's over, which there were so many reports of that and ended up not being <laughs> the case at all. Uh, or kind of, I mean, he never campaigned again, but he stuck, he kept everything online, was tweeting about it. So he was still actively in the presidential race, but definitely the campaign shifted after South Carolina in terms of how he was going about things. Uh, he reveals new album track list and deleted tweets. Yeah. Which was so exciting. Right. And then still waiting. Kanye names Jay-Z as his ideal running mate, which stirred the pot a little bit as everybody's like clamoring and just waiting for the day that Kanye and Jay-Z reunites, not just in person, but on stage together as well, in the studio together. It's just like, I feel like most things started going wrong in the world when Kanye and Jay-Z split apart. So we're kind of just waiting on them to come back together to fix everything in the world. Uh, then Ego Death had a new visual, so <laughs> still had it released, right? We get the uh, recruitment on July 1st, still has it released on July 23rd. Um, or had it released. Uh, yeah. August, we have Kanye tweeting uh, this, which ended up being sunglasses? Or was it a hairband? I don't know. It looks like it's blocking the eyes completely, though. Uh, and he also tweeted out all the Yeezys in his Cody Wyoming space. Uh, the warehouse that he had bought and whatever these shoes were. And then we also had him in Atlanta, right? Where he was doing things. And we got the angels screen uh, from Hype Williams. You can see Kanye West at the top, angels on the bottom and Hype Williams, or in the middle and uh, Hype Williams at the bottom. Is that how it is? Yeah, Kanye West on top, angels in the middle, Hype Williams at the bottom. And this was in the Atlanta Pinewood studio that had the 100-foot screen, and it's just like, oh, things are happening, right? We did get the album in July at the release date, but, like, things are happening in August. And then, uh, no. <laughs> no, they, they did not happen. Or they happened, but they didn't amount to much. So Kanye files as presidential candidate in Wisconsin. Nick Cannon says Kanye West has his vote. DaBaby says he plans to vote for Kanye West. And at this point, we know that Kanye had flown DaBaby out to Wyoming and that they had hooked up again in Atlanta. We saw pictures of them in a studio. So Kanye West earns three Dove nominations for Jesus is Born. And then Kanye West wants to create a Christian version of TikTok. Yeah, Kanye tweeted out that he loved the TikTok technology, but seeing some of the stuff on there really... Uh, did not feel child safe or child approved. So he wanted to create a Christian TikTok. Uh, and then September, what do we have going on in September? Uh, we have Detroit 2 from Big Sean, Kanye pissing on his Grammy, and then him going out to Haiti. Yeah. Um, and then all that we have here is that Kanye talks his presidential run, religion, and more with Nick Cannon. We got the two-hour Nick Cannon interview that he did. Uh, up in Wyoming that dropped. And then Kanye West criticizes Gap and Adidas' lack of diversity. Black board seats matter. Did he say he was going to quit both if he did get board seats? Which I think these companies are learning at this point that whatever Kanye is saying on Twitter or says in his interviews, like you just 
maybe need to wait a couple days and talk with him behind the scenes and see how he's feeling because he definitely didn't get a board seat as far as we know and is still working with both brands um october but i do appreciate the energy and do agree with the energy uh, october we get kanye in his uh what's a yeezy christian academy like uh mascots suits <laughs> where it's just like jacked blue guy uh, he goes on Joe Rogan. He releases Na Na Na. He releases Na 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 because of Chanos on Twitter, Excite Bike, uh, because there were the fake Twitter, not the fake. It was AM, AP was testing its presidential uh, like tracker for how many votes somebody was getting, and it happened to be on the day that early voting began and we saw that Kanye had like 42% of the vote in Kentucky or something and everybody was like what is this like Kanye has that many votes and people were retweeting it people were showing it off there were articles being written simultaneously there were people saying no 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 this is only a test like it's not actual results something's wrong here but Excitebike sent it to <laughs> uh consequence it was like look at this and just through uh, IG DM and consequence showed it to Kanye and Kanye got so hyped. He's running around Yeezy Christian Academy being like, look at this, it's happening. Ah. And shortly after that, he dropped na 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 because he was so excited about what he was seeing. Even though at the time that he dropped na na na, it had already come out exactly what happened, that it was just a test of numbers and that Kanye didn't really have that many votes the day that early voting opened, which, uh, damn, <laughs> unfortunate. Um, and then we also had Kanye taking out an ad talking about uh, To the World. It was a poem that he had written uh, that he may have been working on at Easy Christian Academy. I think it was Consequence that showed a photo of him writing it. So we got those things. And then in the archives, you can see uh, LL Cool J says he doesn't like Kanye West's constant disrespect towards the Grammys. I don't like the Grammys' constant disrespect towards music, but eh, to each their own. Benny the Butcher's new song features scrapped Watch the Throne beats. I don't think I knew that. What? Okay. What was the beat? Did you know this? I did not know this. All right, let's check this out. Hitboy previewed his upcoming single with Benny the Butcher, Timeless, on Instagram and included a note of encouragement. The beat he revealed was initially crafted in 2011 for Kanye and Jay-Z's Watch the Throne. Almost 10 years later, the instrumental will instead give way to verses from Benny, Lil Wayne, and Big Sean and land on Hitboy and Benny's collaborative album, Burden of Proof. All right, so I want to let all my producer homies know you should never give up on any of your ideas. Uh, the beat for this new Benny the Butcher single, Little Wayne Big Sean, dropping tomorrow, was made in 2011 at the Mercer Hotel for Jay-Z and Kanye West, but it wasn't picked. Hitboy admitted he was frustrated when Jay and Ye passed on the beat and instead opted to include his <laughs> uh, In Paris instrumental. Man. So he was mad that In Paris got picked. Wow. Okay. I was actually hot. I made a beat this good and they picked something like In Paris, which is one of my more simple beats he wrote. I get that maybe in a sense where Jay and Kanye feel like they're bringing so much to the table. They don't need the beat to do much. Just like simple as possible, but have the energy and that allows them to do what they need to do. I haven't heard this song though. Have they even said the song? No. Oh, Timeless. Timeless. Okay. Um, 
Well, I'll have to listen to that now. Interesting. Okay. Um, I needed in Paris at the time to open more doors. Nine years later, it's Benny single timeless Sean snapped on that. I know labels that's up B's that owe me M's. Huh? I know labels that's up B's that owe me M's. Okay. That's blowing my mind right now. Anyway. Okay. That's fascinating. Uh, Kanye West drops. Na na na. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye shares snippet of new to baby collaboration, which was the baby doing a remix of na na na. Right. Uh, na 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 was not received very well. And it seemed like Kanye maybe heard that. It was just like, oh, I'll get the baby on it. Uh, freshen it up a little bit. And the baby did a great extended verse. And it was uh, 10 days later that we got the, excuse me, remix with the baby in two chains. And then Kanye pens an open letter about America's future ahead of election. Yeah. So then heading into November, we have the Na 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 remix. We have two chains album. We have St. John's album and we have Kanye telling everybody to vote. Uh, you can see the vote sticker on him. This is also his Sub-Zero cosplay, which I think more people should have taken advantage of uh, COVID times and dressed like Mortal Kombat characters while out in public. It seems like a missed opportunity. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, heading to the archives, you can see in November that there were three articles. Kanye cast his first presidential vote for himself. It's the most Kanye thing ever. Uh, Kanye West concedes presidential bid, looks ahead to 2024 race, and Kanye West releases the baby and two chains assistant na 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 remix in full. Yeah, we got another snippet, right? So we first got the da baby snippet in October, and then the da baby two chain snippet, and then we got the full song. Uh, and then that's it. You can see December had no Kanye articles from Revolt, and even here you can see that December it's Kanye randomly popped up in Belgium which is what this photo is from, but there was no real big news. And then it was announced that Kanye was executive producing Whole Lot of Red by Playboy Cardi, but we still don't know much about his role in that realm, aside from just, it seemed Kanye and Cardi were together a few times uh, from Cardi's Instagram, but we, as far as I know, don't have like a big interview with Cardi where he talks about working with Kanye on the album or anything like that that would kind of get into the 24-hour news cycle. Though you think they would have written something about uh, Kanye executive producing on this. Anyway, and then we have Emmanuel, which was the Sunday service LP. It's an LP, right? When it's just a short one, <laughs> uh, which was five songs and 12 minutes long. It's a little, what, like gothic gospel, right? Where like Jesus is Born was very much like church gospel this was like organ heavy something that would be playing in a in a movie during a, a climactic moment there was definitely more of a uh conservative is it the right word traditional is not the right word but just that like classical grandiose sense to the music where kanye talked about during the joe rogan podcast wanting to have a stage or a stadium of a hundred thousand people and he started doing the glory like glory, glory, and it was just really heavy, cool, a chant-like thing. And I feel like Emmanuel kind of has more of that energy of having just something that's a bit more dramatic to it. Uh, so it's cool. It's a great 12 minutes. I've listened to it more times than I did Jesus is Born. I like the Jesus is Born songs. It's just 
a lot, right? So it's kind of way easier to go through a 12 minute LP than like a hour and 45 minutes EP. Um, but that's that's it. That was Kanye's 2020. Uh, there were definitely some more odds and ends, like Kanye's contract stuff isn't in here, which was kind of a, a huge part, him tweeting what, like 110 pages from his contracts and just taking photos of all of it and uploading all of it. It was kind of big. We had just a few Twitter eruptions over the course of the year. Um, Kanye it was all about in the world. So we'll see what 2021 has in store and when Kanye is going to kind of speak next. We haven't really heard from him since November. Uh, I don't think he's tweeted since November or posted anything to social media. Uh, he appeared in a couple things from Kim, but we haven't seen him and Kim recently, him and the kids recently. So we're just all kind of like waiting, you know? Kanye really is a season, right? He talked about Yeezy season approaching and as seasons come and go, Yeezy season 2020 is kind of uh, lessened for a little bit, but uh, Yeezy season 2021 should be uh, starting to show some signs of heating up here soon. So as that happens, we'll keep you posted, of course. And if you have any more memories or highlights uh, from Kanye's 2020, please go ahead and share them down below. And if you're enjoying the channel and you want to support us, the easiest way is to like, subscribe, or comment. As any of those things tell YouTube, this is a channel people engage with, and they show it to more people. <laughs> um, and we also have our podcast, Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West. We are going away from the episodes only available on Patreon model, uh, like the archive only available on Patreon, and the whole show is going to be available on all podcasting platforms again. We are re-recording uh, the early albums up through Yay. So currently right now we have Yay, Kitsy Ghosts, uh, Jesus is King, College Dropout, and our late registration season will be releasing shortly, late registration 2.0. Uh, but we'll be re-recording new episodes of Graduation, 808s and Heartbreak, My Beautiful Dark Choice and Fantasy, Yeezus, and The Life of Pablo throughout the year. So if you want to forever change the way you listen to Kanye's music, then check out Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West. And that's all that I have for today. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.